Hey, Bobby Bones here. And recently I've been talking a lot about first responders. The people on the front lines deserve our thanks. If you want to show them that you appreciate them, do it with a gift card or by making a contribution to first responder organization, Team Rubicon, at giftcards.com slash thanks. Everybody loves gift cards, and now you can send one without ever leaving your home. It's time we celebrate the people taking care of us, first responders, at giftcards.com slash thanks. I got my mind. I just don't understand how you would do your homework for every other class, but not for your history class. I don't know. That's exactly the way my father said to me as well. That's exactly what he said to me when I came home with that report card that had an F on it. It was a young Gary Rebellion. I think I had four A's, a B, and an F. It doesn't make any <laughs> That's sense. That's the face that he gave me right there. That you face. didn't try to even change it to an A? You what didn't even change it to an A. The F, you just have to white out, or a white out, or you can no, add a little that line. Was not gonna... he, he wouldn't break the law. He would just. You know how much F. worse I that would have been. I don't think Quarter Progress reports are breaking the law. No, and that was my saving grace. Was be, the both the teacher and my parents said, "Well, I guess you're just going to have to bring that up to an A." Well, that's. I don't think that's physically possible. Well, you're going to find a way, aren't you? Oh crap! And because that was my sophomore year, the beginning of my sophomore year, uh, they said to me, "You won't drive." Because that happened to also be the um, the driver's ed teacher. And, and that's when you became Ricardo Vallejo, huh? That's no. right. I had to make some money. No. <laughs> no, he did not. Uh, hey, what else is going on? Time for What's Happening. El Salvador is in the news. About 200,000 people from El Salvador who have been allowed to live here in this country for more than a decade must now leave. This is the Trump administration's latest reversal of years of immigration policies, uh, one of the most consequential. This is a humanitarian program that existed. Uh, It was known as Temporary Protected Status. They were allowed to live and work legally here uh, because of a pair of devastating earthquakes that hit El Salvador in 2001. It shielded there, them from deportation if they came here illegally. PR-wise, this is a, this is a mess for the president. I, I, this doesn't look good. But it does raise a simple question that, and outside of the context of these people specifically, how what do you do? How long do you – is it just an ongoing thing? I mean, I don't – and I don't know what the answer to that is. I don't know if the original intent was that this would just be an ongoing thing and – well, if if your your home, your city, your country is devastated by an earthquake and there's no way to make money or support your family and the United States the United States says, "All right, come over here." Let's say you're 22, all right? That was uh, 17 years ago. Now you're uh 39, you've got a you got a wife, you got kids. You got a job and now and now you're not here legally anymore. You got to get the hell out. Well, and the argument would be on that end of it, you've you've had 17 years to uh build up whatever savings you need to move back to to uh El Salvador, whatever it, it just is. Just sucks. It just does suck. I mean, the same thing happened a couple of weeks ago 
Uh, 45,000 Haitians who had been living in the United States after the earthquake there in 2010 had been told to get out. Because now all your friends are here, your family's here, your livelihood. And for some of the kids, if you had kids here, not only are they American citizens, they don't know their home country um, that we've seen before. All right. Oprah 2020 in the news because, well, the Golden Globes happened, her speech happened, and now everyone is thinking Oprah will unseat President Trump. Come on now. It was a great speech. I like Oprah. Yeah. But haven't we all learned that not anyone can just jump into that seat in the Oval Office? Well, here's the yes, I think I think I know where you're going with this. I I think the Democrats would make a mistake by saying, "Hey, you guys had a reality TV star yeah. win. We can have a reality TV star." Right. We, we, we're trying – let's go back to some sense of sanity. Yes. Let's go back to just even – just a modicum of sanity in terms of who it is that we nominate for the highest position in the entire world. And by the way, um, it was a great speech. Her eight-minute speech, uh, I, I didn't but expect to like it. But that doesn't mean one should be it. president. No, but. She's an actress making a good speech. Because she's good at it. Yeah. I mean, that's what she's done all her life. Do you know who else came onto the scene with one great speech – and was deemed presidential material without having any experience. It was Barack Obama. In the 2004 Democratic National Convention, his speech was hailed as groundbreaking, earth-shattering, some of the greatest oratory we've seen in decades, and he became the president. Yeah, but he was also a junior senator. He did have politics. And and had uh, roots in in grassroots organization, community organizer crap. He was into policy and fighting for, for people. For a long time, uh, one of the one of the groups, like groups, entities, whatever that lost their mind uh, last night after the speech was NBC's Twitter account. Uh, after the joke came out from Seth Meyers about blasting Oprah, she'll never be the president in an attempt to make her become the president. Uh, they tweeted a picture that said, "Our future president." Which which Twitter account? Not so here's just the thing. NBC. It right? wasn't NBC News. No. It was NBC Entertainment. And this is the way that NBC said it. Yesterday, a tweet about the Golden Globes, Globes was sent by a third party agency for NBC Entertainment in real time during the broadcast. It was in reference to a joke made during the monologue and not meant to be a political statement. We have since removed the tweet. Santa Clarita is in the news. Looks like we've got a sheriff's detective that's been hospitalized because he was stabbed in the chest there in Santa Clarita this morning. Expected to recover. Happened at Crossglade Avenue and Soledad Canyon Road. Is that a a shady intersection? Not necessarily. I mean, if you consider a jack-in-the-box shady, I think that's where Mm. he was. Good tacos. Um, Armored SWAT vehicle. Dozen deputies were seen outside of a home in the neighborhood nearby. The man was detained after he exited the residence with his hands in the air. Not clear if he was a suspect in the stabbing, but it's uh, pretty certain that he was. Uh, Also, Pierce County, Washington, up near Tacoma, up, in fact, where that train derailed a few weeks ago. A Pierce County deputy died after being shot responding to a call last night in uh, uh, near Spanaway. First person to arrive on the scene. Uh, He began to pursue a suspect on foot. Shots were fired at him. He was taken to the hospital in Tacoma where he died. Uh, 34-year-old Daniel McCartney, Navy veteran, department veteran for three years, 
leaves behind a wife and three young sons. It's believed that he was able to uh, kill one of the suspects because one of the suspects was found dead at the scene, but they are still looking for another one uh, still at large. Lana Del Rey and Radiohead in the news together because Radiohead's going after her for plagiarizing Creep. This I've heard this song and thought it was a remix of Creep. This is my commitment. I thought it was too. My modern manifesto. I mean, you only need to hear two chords. I'm getting depressed the way I would get depressed when I listened to Creep in the 90s. And it's raining right now. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. I mean, I'm ready to put on a flannel and baggy pants. Oh, that sounds cozy, though. Oh, yeah. She cheated. She cheated. She did confirm rumors uh, that uh, Radiohead frontman Tom York and the other band's members were considering suing her for copyright infringement. He says, it's all about the lawsuit, though. Although I know my song wasn't inspired by Creep, Radiohead felt it was and wants 100% of the publishing. There's no way you can deny that. Absolutely you know what? If not. you're Lana Del Rey, you have to be like, oh, man. Oh, I didn't mean to. That is crazy. I think she said she tried to give them like 40% of uh, publishing, but they wanted 100%. She was like, no. So now they're suing i see but even saying hey i'll give you 40 percent," kind of admits it yeah a little bit uh david bowie is trending he would have been 71 today unreleased demo of let's dance has been unearthed his last name was jones i think and they changed it to bowie because he didn't want to be mistaken for a monkey Oh, Davy Jones. Davy Jones. I never knew that. And his manager said, now that you'll never be mistaken for a monkey. Ever, ever again. I learned that from Alexa this morning. Do you talk with her? Mm-hmm. Does your husband leave the when, house early and you have no one to talk to? When or? you say, uh, Alexa, good morning, she gives you a fun fact about the day. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Alexa, good <gasps> morning. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, we come back. Gas Fantasy Foreplay will tell you who won, who didn't. Uh, and also I'll look forward to some uh, crazy football coming up next weekend for the divisional playoffs. Alexa, stop. That was a that was a good response because you know they're going off all over the yep. place. That's funny. Girl, you got the right, killing in your Levi's. High on your love has got me buzzing like a street light. It's still early out in Cali, baby. Don't you want to rally again? Gary and Shannon, and we've got a thousand dollars to give away. Your shot at one thousand dollars now. Text the keyword bills to 200 200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and messaging rates apply. That's bills to 200 200. Don't forget, if you are the winner, they will give you a call, but it's probably going to be from a number you don't recognize. So you got to answer the phone if you are the winner, or else they'll just move on to somebody who will answer the phone. Well, the bottom of the hour in uh, Swamp Watch, we're going to get into all of uh, what's happening politically. Steve Bannon apologizing for the quotes in that book fire and fury president's on his way to atlanta eventually for tonight's football game 
Uh, also, the fake news awards that were supposed to come out later today. He's been delayed them for a, a week and a half. I'm not sure he understands the joke about that, but he has delayed them for a week and a half. We'll see them next week. Meantime, the Rams Oh, the wild Rams card lost. weekend. Well, you know what? The Rams showed their inexperience. I believe only nine players on the team had had playoff experience, and it showed because Matt Ryan is 503 years old in football years, and he has something to prove. I mean, he had something to prove. Well, 28 to 3. Doesn't help if you drop every, every punt that they make. single day. He uh, has thought about that. <laughs> He's a man on a mission, and he looked hungrier than, than the entire Rams football team did yesterday. The, the Falcons move on. Falcons beat the Rams 26-13 on Saturday night. Tennessee over Kansas City 22-21. Jacksonville over Buffalo 10-3. That, that was, was the, the worst slog game. of a game I've ever Ever seen in the playoffs. That looked like a week 14 game between two uh, two and 12 teams. That looked like teams. a preseason game. It was Bad. terrible. And the quarterbacking, oh, for the love of God, between Blake Bortles and Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> holy hell. And what is it? He's with, done in Buffalo, I think. Are am I are we seeing more concussions or are we or just worse, noticing them? You know what? Well, when you watch the Jaguars game, they are dirty. They, they those hits are dirty. Cuz Tyrod Taylor was out before he hit the ground. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I I guess after his head bounced on the ground, but he was out. Uh Travis Kelsey from the day before, yeah. when he got up and he looked like weekend at Bernie's. Mm-hmm. I mean, he that that I have not seen that in a long time. How did how did uh, Cam Newton not get sat down? I don't know. After he got, he and that's did not know thing. where he was. That's the other thing is that they're so bad at figuring out. If you and I know, if you and I watching television can see that guy's out yeah. of it, or should at least be taken out of the game it for the rest. Took him you know three what minutes to stand up. You yeah. know what I've learned though from this year uh, on the sideline is it all happens so fast, and all the guys out there were the coaching. The coaches, uh, the the referees, or whatever, they're dealing with a middle a million things at once, going a hundred miles per hour. They're not seeing the freeze frame and the repeating of the play over and over like we are at home. And the players, they don't want to self report. You know, they they don't want to be sat out. They don't want to go through the protocol. They want to get back out there. And isn't the- so they kind? Of, I mean. You know, they, they kind of want to make light out of things. Wasn't wasn't sometimes. part of the the solution that the NFL came up with was that they were going to have independent doctors, people who are not yeah. associated with the team. They're not getting a paycheck from the from the Panthers or the the Texans. Yeah. Tom Savage's big thing uh, that you would have independent doctors who could see it and go, "Oh my gosh, now that's that." At the very least. That's head trauma and could be as bad as a concussion and needs to be out for seven days or whatever. Yeah. I mean, if you and I can see it, I mean, the guys, the telltale sign is always that their arms go boink, go straight out before they hit the ground. And they can't defend themselves from hitting the floor. They should have a guy up in a booth looking at those up close and personal. Watching the same game that we are. The same feed, right. Uh, Anyway, how about my father calling that Atlanta game? Good, good on Ray. Yeah. Enjoyed that for him. That was nice of you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, he was so nice to me. He wished me happy birthday like three times yesterday in the course of about six minutes. That was nice. More than you guys ever did. Uh, when we, we what what more did we need to do? Oh, nothing. No, I didn't Is say that. No, I no, I wasn't a happy birthday on Facebook. No, I get uncomfortable with those. Really? Well, because there's people that I don't talk to uh-huh. and haven't talked to in thirty years who are like, "Hey, man, I miss you, buddy." I. <laughs> 
That's had to why you look send... up the relationship. Like I had to see who they were. That's why you just you can just like them all, and at the end you just send thanks for all the birthday wishes. I did that for the first time ever. You're I did good. a thank you for everybody's wishes. It was very nice. That's all and they then want. I lied about. They just my want age. to be acknowledged. That's... <laughs> Uh, Coming anyway. up next, Swamp yeah. Watch and, um, well, this kind of fits into Swamp Watch a little bit. Uh, nude group fitness classes. How does that? It's all the rage this year at a fancy New York City gym. Hanson Fitness. Nude group fitness classes in Soho. Nope. They just started this week. <laughs> they say they offer complete body awareness. Each class will start with approximately 10 people per session in a studio that's very clean and hygiene-focused. <laughs> this involves vaginas? Probably. Yeah. Uh, all right. Can Gary, I yours, too? Gary and Shannon will continue uh, with Swamp Watch when we come back. Drain the swamp. We're going to drain the swamp of Washington. We're going to have fun doing it. We're all doing it together. Gary and Shannon. Well, the president's taking in some football this evening, going to the national championship. Is it Bama, Georgia? Yep. Five o'clock hour time. But there may be some demonstrators. I kind of feel like this is much ado about nothing. Atlanta branch of the NAACP is urging people to wear white to the game, bring white towels to wave when the president enters the stadium. I mean, people are going for a football game. They're not going for a a, a politics message, right? And this is you, the national championship. Let me just, uh, if you, first of all, you're not going to see the president enter the game. I mean, it's right. not like he's going to come out onto the field and then make his way up to the box. He's just going to show up in the box. They're going to have to show him on TV for anybody to even notice him. But... If he walks into the if he walks into Mercedes Benz Stadium, and you've got seventy thousand people there all waving white flags, what do you think he's going to think? That it's a protest or it's a? Wait, the, it did you see sense. the Jacksonville it's, game? Everyone had a white towel. Yeah, they waved it the whole game. Uh, I, I I don't understand this, and I don't think it's going to be. Uh, very large. I just wouldn't think so. You know, it's it's the national championship. What if it pulls a Mike Pence and stays for like a quarter and then leaves? I did check the president's schedule today. Yeah. And according to the official White House schedule, and again, this is not as, it's not the top secret version. It's just a couple of things. I mean, he has his stop in Nashville where I think he talks to the American Farm Bureau um, and then goes to the game and it talks about where he's going to land and what time he's going to show up to the stadium. But it does not have a time for him to depart. So... I think it's probably at that point. It's up to the president. He just goes, "Okay, guys, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Let's." There's nothing to see here. It's just an old, you know, old SEC matchup. Who cares? Um, the other story uh, that we followed a little bit last week because I screwed it up in the first place. Actually, was the president talking about his fake news awards? If you remember, he said that he was going to uh, pass out fake news awards, and that today was going to be the day that he did it. Well, over the weekend, he said. They'll be presented to the losers on Wednesday, January 17th. The interest in and importance of these awards is far greater than anyone could have anticipated. I don't I don't know if he understands that 
these people are making fun of him for this. I mean, Stephen Colbert, yeah. Trevor Noah took out a full-page ad in the New York Times in a list of four-year consideration appeals that you all see around here, around L.A., because, of, you know, all of the award shows, they'll mention four-year consideration. That they're, making, they're making fun of this. Well, and it's I'm, preposterous. Well, it's, what are you doing? You're the president of the United States. There are bigger yourself. fish to fry. Yeah, don't yeah, lower don't, yourself to this. Uh, Steve Bannon, of course, he was uh, he's gotten a lot of heat for going against his former buddy, for, uh, President Trump, uh, in this fire and fury Michael Wolff book. He's trying to fix it. He's trying to undo the damage, trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube. Um, we talked last week about the Mercer family, kind of uh, who I believe co-owns Breitbart News. Um, anyway, saying Bannon is no longer our guy. We're with the president on this one. We've we've picked a side, and it's not Steve Bannon's. But now he has released a bit of a statement. Bannon did. Some of the highlights are these: uh, Donald Trump Jr. is both a patriot and a good man. He has been relentless in his advocacy for his father and the agenda that has helped turn our country around. Remember, in the book, he said that that meeting that Donald Trump Jr. took with the Russians was treasonous. Well, he's saying now those comments were aimed at Paul Manafort, who is a seasoned campaign professional with experience and knowledge of how the Russians operate. He should have known they're duplicitous, cunning, not our friends. To reiterate, he says those comments were not aimed at Don Jr., He also says, my support is also unwavering for the president and his agenda, as I've shown daily in my national radio broadcasts on the pages of Breitbart News and in speeches and appearances from Tokyo and Hong Kong to Arizona and Alabama. And he says President Trump was the only candidate that could have taken on and defeated the Clinton apparatus. I'm the only person to date to conduct a global effort to preach. Oh, I've got that leg cut off. But anyway. Uh, So, but that hasn't changed anything. Um. president still referred to him as sloppy steve over the weekend so uh when we come back we'll talk about what the what bob Mueller is thinking about and this discussion of whether or not the president should slash could be called to sit down for an interview with the team that's investigating russian collusion just briefly here uh, maybe you saw this today mitt romney uh had prostate cancer Jake Tapper says sources close to Mitt Romney say Mitt Romney was treated over the summer for prostate cancer. He was treated surgically at UC Irvine. And his prognosis is good. He was successfully treated. Yeah, can, uh, prostate cancer is incredibly common and caught early enough on is not a uh, is not a death sentence that a lot of people would associate just with the cancer word. Anyway. Right. So anyway, we'll talk about this. We'll continue Swamp Watch in just a moment. Gary and Shannon, KFI AM 640. And even when your hope is gone, move along, move along, just to make it through. When all you gotta keep is strong, move along, move along, like I know you do. And even when your hope we have mandatory evacuations in L.A. County. Kegel Canyon, Lopez Canyon, Little Tahungan, Tahunga Canyon. Because of recent wildfires, they're saying uh, they are susceptible to mudslides. It's coming down pretty good in a few places as well, and it's going to continue to rain through the day. I've heard Amy mention this, and then 
tomorrow could get even uh, could get even stronger in terms of our rain. And uh, we don't we're not used to this. It was uh, February was the last time we saw a storm of any real size uh, throughout Southern California. So um, one of the stories that we talked a little bit about earlier today was the Golden Globes from last night, obviously. Oprah's big speech and whether or not she's going to run for president. Don't know if Vladimir Putin wants her to, but we will see. And also the uh, the winners from last night, which no one seems to be talking about. Uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri was the uh, big winner for uh, drama. I think it won four different awards, including Best Actress for Frances McDormand, Sam Rockwell, one supporting actor. Great, great movie. All right. There is talk that special counsel Robert Mueller is going to ask to interview President Trump. In this ongoing investigation into the impact that Russia interference may have had on Russian interference may have had on the election. He brought up the issue of interviewing Trump late December. He was meeting with the president's lawyers. And his deputy was also there, Mueller's deputy. And they're saying that the uh, special counsel's team could interview Trump very soon on some limited portion of questions, probably within the next several weeks. This is a this is a massive development because the not only does the special counsel have to kind of figure out if this is a criminal investigation, it's very rare that a criminal defense attorney would allow a prosecutor to interview their client. But the special counsel in this case, Robert Mueller, would he would give his left testicle to be able to talk to the president in this case. Because you would want to be – and I don't just mean this president. I mean any president in any case that's similar to this. Because you would want to be able to read things like uh, tone of the answers, uh, body language that this person is going to give you while you're asking questions. And, and doing so – you know, back and forth via email or with some legal intermediary, it wipes away that possibility. Here's the problem. The president is ready to go. He's he wants to do this. Sure, I'm doing it. Let's put this all to bed. My campaign had nothing to do with Russia coordinating to to screw with the election last year. But his attorneys do not feel that way. They are very reluctant to let him sit down for just a willy-nilly interview, open-ended, face-to-face questioning where they can pick up on all that stuff. They want clear parameters. Um, And the two sides have been in negotiations. Mueller and his deputy and the president's attorneys have been in discussion since that December meeting, kind of negotiating the parameters, uh, how this will go down. They've discussed whether the president could provide written answers to some of the questions, uh, like Reagan did during the Iran-Contra thing. Um, They've also discussed the obligation of Mueller's team to demonstrate that they would not obtain the information that they're trying to get without interviewing the president. It's just it's all in negotiations right now. And and it's an interesting thing, because if if somehow the White House lawyers or President Trump's personal lawyers, if they could prove that Robert Mueller could and his investigators could get this information somewhere else then they will argue you're only doing this for political reasons. The only reason you want to bring our client, the president, in for interviews or at least come in for interviews would be to embarrass him politically. Because if you can find that information elsewhere, go find it elsewhere is basically what they're saying. Also, you don't need to or you may not or maybe you shouldn't read too much into the pushback from – from the president's attorneys on this because 
find me one attorney that will offer up his or her client right. for an interview uh, <laughs> about where there, where there are no parameters. They want their clients to say as little as possible. Alan Dershowitz, a longtime criminal defense attorney, world famous perhaps. He said that the maneuvers by the Trump team of lawyers is simple gamesmanship. He says it's what any criminal defense attorney would do. And he says, I would never let the prosecution interview my client. And But he says, listen, but that's I've never represented the president of the United States. And presidents don't necessarily want to plead the fifth because that would be a black eye in all of this. So this route of trying to figure out, you know, trying to lay the groundwork, maybe doing it simply by uh, by written responses to uh, to emailed questions, maybe that's the way to go. So now, there was one one suggestion that that the president would simply sign an affidavit affirming that he was innocent of any wrongdoing and also denying any collusion. I don't. I think that's an unnecessary and weirdly. Uh, minuscule step in comparison to the allegations that have been made against him and his campaign. But I also saw a representative, I want to say from, uh, it was from the House, member of Congress, who was asked, is there any evidence of collusion on behalf of Donald Trump, specifically Donald Trump? And all they could say was, well, I mean, this is, we're talking about a massive investigation here. No, no, seriously. Is there any evidence of collusion specifically on Donald Trump's behalf. And he would say, well, not really. Yeah. But. Sorry. Fake news, Gary. Uh, I'm telling it's you. It's all fake news. I can't wait to Why are you even awards. spending any time I know. I'm just... on this? What are you, CNN? Sorry, I was just looking at Facebook. Oh, why? What happened on Facebook? No, I'm just People kidding. People got mad again? I'm just kidding. Uh, we'll do some uh, Money Monday stuff when we come back. Talk about how the uh, stock market did today and also some other big business news that's coming up. Also, uh, revisit our friend Jason Nathanson's going to join us. Talk about what happened at the Golden Globes again last night. As and well. and yes. we're going oh, to have to get to that exploded no. testicle at some point. You were gonna say that. Maybe we'll save that for when John comes in. Gary and Shannon. You always do that. You just do that to harm him, don't you? No, I don't want any, uh, like, red jelly squirting out of it. (gasps) So prescient, that one. So prescient. Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together they can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCU. Anyway.